Welcome to the Holy Wow Money Podcast. I'm your host, Serena Hicks, and we together are going to be talking about all things Holy Wow Money. Holy Wow Money is always a win-win-win. It's a win for you, it's a win for them, and it's a win for the world. Holy Wow Money is also always respectful, reciprocal, and reverent. Finally, Holy Wow Money isn't about money. Money is never about money. Money is always a stand-in, and it's an invitation for some love-led untangling. Anyways, I'm glad you're here. Welcome to the Holy Wow Money Podcast. Let's go. Hello, welcome back to the Holy Wow Money Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about being more comfortable spending in business versus spending on self. And I think this is a really great sort of question because when and how do you invest in like business coaching versus traveling for pleasure? When and how do you say like, now I spend this amount of money here versus I bought a brand new house and a brand new car there. And here's why I love this question. There's no direct answer. Yay. It's more like, think about bowling and you know how they put those bumpers on either side of the lane. If you're a kid, I like bumpers when you're making your like spending decisions. So I want to share how I spend and I want to just, I just want to advocate for it. And I'll tell you my why's. First and foremost, my priority is to invest in and protect the investment that is my head and my heart, because this is what I use to grow my business. This is what you use to grow your business, whether you're an entrepreneur or an executive. Doesn't matter if you employ people or are employed by people or a combination. You, your head and your heart, as the unit of you, is what attracts money, what makes money, and what caretakes the money. So to me, that's just priority one, hard stop the end. This is one reason sometimes people have looked at my story and they're like, how did you end up over $100,000 in debt when you hadn't even made $100,000 in the calendar year yet? And the, you know, well, let me stop saying, you know, you guys, when I was a new coach, I went hard in my investments. I started making money. I borrowed money from my boyfriend at the time. Um, to get into the first mastermind and so so fun how how different life is now and all these different things but it it was a nine thousand dollar borrow and like to me that was the equivalent of asking us like it wasn't a stranger we lived together but like I didn't borrow money from people this is not a thing and I was definitely not raised to borrow money from the boyfriend as far as I'm concerned that was the day I built a multi-million dollar business because I coached myself and the energy I was in when I asked him and it was an actual ask um I think that was the day I became a CEO. And what I mean by that is caretaking my business. And what I mean by that is my brain and and, and any investment that I fundamentally believed, because I sure did, like would support me in making exponentially more money, not just immediately, but over the next, you know, 80 years of my life, God willing. So that was a big deal for me because I really, um, I really self-coached and got myself into a unattached place. I knew what I wanted. I knew what I was asking for. It was a request. And had he said, no, I was not going to make him wrong. There'd be no sex withholding. There would be like, he was, he didn't know me shit. Not only were we not married, like we lived together. Like he was not in charge of me growing my business. I was. And so 
that is not just something I'm saying, because remember guys, there's things we say and there's things that are aligned and true for us in our system, our body. And I did a lot of self-coaching to get there, but I specifically remember slowing down and over morning coffee being like, hey, probably, probably more like, hey, in my scared voice. But whatever it was, I explained to him, listen, you know that I have a payment coming through, which I did. I had a payment coming in. So that part made it easier for me that it wasn't just like someday I'll pay you back in a lifetime. It was like, we know this is happening, but enrollment is happening now. And I need to pay, you know, I will have to pay her in the next 48 hours. So my request is if we could put this on your card, you'll be paid. Like, I don't even remember in two weeks, blah, 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 blah. And like, then we have the points. Cause he had like a new credit card with these killer point system. And if you won't, it's, you know, fine. And if I bless his soul forever. He was like, I don't understand why you want to pay to be in all these Facebook groups. <laughs> I was like, babe, it's not a Facebook group. It's a mastermind. Anyways, I'd really love it if you were into it, but if not, it's honestly fine. Like I super understand. And he was like, think, think. And he was like, yeah, no, I'll do it. And I was like, that's ah, so excited. And that was the beginning. And then mere months later, there was another mastermind, which was always my plan. Like the first one was going to help me get the tools to get into the second one. It worked by the way, all to say, that second one, I didn't have the cash for it. I thought I'd have all the cash and I had about half the cash. And ultimately back in su like super CEO vibes, it's when I really discovered the thought, CEOs just figure things out. Cause there was a part of me, a very scared, ashamed that I hadn't made more money so that I would have all the cash available, which was my original plan. Part of me that was like, well, I don't have all the cash, so I don't deserve to do it. And Another part of me, it's like, no, 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 priority one is investing in this brain, this head and this heart in this business so that I make so much money that I then know I know how to make money so that if the world implodes like a scene from what was that movie fight club and there's a whole new currency or we're trading Whataburger or literally the world implodes that I will be one of the few people who feels safe enough if we're trading shoes, whatever it is that me and my people are going to eat that I would not be one of the people who would be like deer in headlight terrified because not feeling agency, not, not feeling any version of equipped to make asks or negotiate or otherwise, by the way, this is, this is my traumatized brain. I'm like, in case the world falls apart, I need to be prepared. Just catch that. You guys catch the trauma in action. I'm like, worst case scenario. I need to be prepared. You should see my handbags, people. You know, you can find a traumatized woman when the handbag is roughly 80 gallons and like anything could happen. And she will pull something out of the handbag. That's like, Ooh, I got that. Okay. Sidebar complete. All to say I have, and still do prioritize big that which supports my head and my heart and my business. It's like a triangle in my head. That's the trifecta. Like my business makes the money, my head and my heart make the decisions in the business. If it supports that, it's a yes. Now you are talking to a woman who I don't know if I've ever walked out of a bookstore for less than a hundred dollars. I just need to clarify that's who I am as a human because that's me. And it got me in financial trouble when I was busy being broke many times over the years where I was like, oh, I probably should have made better choices, but they're books. Who could not get it? Like books, you can never go wrong. So that is my top priority because paying for glorious travel, uh, paying for gifts for family, like they haven't said anything, but someone in my family has to be like, why this bitch hasn't like blown up Christmas yet? 
Someone in my family has thought it. Nobody's brought it to me. I love them for that. But someone has to be like, when is that going to happen? And it's only been three years. And the answer is probably not two more. There won't be over-the-top gifts until there is a obscene amount of cash on hand, meaning it's not really an over-the-top gift if I give it to someone in my family and it then jeopardizes my sanity and or business. What I mean by that, just to make sure we're all tracking, so I'm just going to use nice, round, not happening numbers, but say I was going to give $100,000 cash, don't cut the disclaimer, right? Um, like to, you know, everyone at Christmas, wouldn't that be fun? Not happening. But like, if that were a thing doing that right now, my business is not actually like prepared for that level of cash outlay slash never see it again. Like absolutely not. If I'm doling out $800,000 cash, that's for a condo. Like I want to explain it in that way. Meaning maybe someday that will be Christmas and wouldn't that be fun, but it will happen when that amount of money is actually 100% the equivalent of a $5 bill. I think it's actually, now I'm on a tangent. Everybody pretend to be surprised. It's sort of like, you know, how will we hear about people driving $150,000 cars? And like so many people have judgments about like, oh, a McLaren or a Ferrari or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, but you're using your tax bracket while you make that judgment. So like to you, $150,000 might be like, oh my God, that's so much money for a car. We don't know their net worth. Also, they they maybe don't need to be driving that car either. We don't actually know, get out of their business. But for some people, $150,000 on a car, it's nothing. It is nothing. It is actually nothing. And so it's like, we're over here being like, can they afford that? They shouldn't do that. And it's like, I don't know, man. They may have donated 10 million this morning and that they're, through a Ferrari in for them just for shits and giggles because it's Tuesday. We don't know. And it's not our business to be in their business because then when we're in their business, we're just judging them. So my priority one is, has been, and for my foreseeable future, we'll be investing in myself, my head, my heart, my business. My last trip, this Londolozi uh, with Martha Beck African Star Retreat, highly recommend, even though they don't pay me, I'm telling you guys, that's a business expense for me. And granted, I'm a coach. One of the reasons I love being a coach, but I was like, you know, it wasn't a, um, Actually, that's a good example. I was planning on heading over to Europe and like running amok for about 10 days after that trip. And I'm hiring in my business and I'm like, oh, we're going to switch some things up in the boom, boom room. Now is not the time. And I was like, nope, reroute, cancel all that shit. Like just canceled it. And it's like, cool. I came home and had a staycation. I hope that sort of helps answer a question. It's like, yeah, someday I'm going to go to African safari and then hit up Italy and Paris and all these other places. But this, this is not that year. And I think that the mistake that a lot of people, especially in their truly um, devoted and brilliant attempt to be in a loving, trusting, long-term relationship with money is it's easy to start, I'm going to use the word overspending and I rarely do, when the money really starts flowing on like a new handbag and I'm not mad at a new handbag, but that new handbag is not going to make you a lot of money. If you have to resell it, it will make you money, but it'll only be half of what you pay. And so like, I think sometimes people get, um, I've heard about people like, you know, paying off different family members' debts and this and that. And I will, I share everything with you guys. I've only had one request for support that I chose to deny because I love that I have for this person, but I'm like, this would not solve their problems. It would be a band-aid and it would mean that money would not be available for me, my business, my clients. And it absolutely would be the equivalent of giving a beer to someone who's actively drinking and like, I'm not going to do it. So it's, there's no hard, fast rule. I would say body wisdom is key. 
when you are in a space and you can tune in and the idea of the vacation at this time is a yes for you and you check a couple times and you're not you're not checking while you're on mood or mind altering substances friends we're checking when we're solid grounded rested we're checking from our highest self and i want to say this to you hear me hear me hear me if you do this gut check and the answer is a yes more than once listen to it it doesn't have to make sense I mentioned in another podcast episode that you may have heard, or maybe it's coming up later. Um, I went to Hawaii again. It did not make financial sense. I took out one of those predatory loans that got paid off, like the highest interest. I, I genuinely predatory loan, um, unsecured. I had a W-2 at the time, had the job, so I was able to get it, but like took out $8,000 to spend 10 days eating and drinking and whatever in, in Hawaii. And I just want to be respectful that that didn't make sense to most people. Most people didn't know I took out a loan for it. But also like, if if like, I just can't imagine a lot of financial planners, just not, not a lot of people who knew my entire situation would have thought there was any version of sanity involved. It would have been like, she has a spending problem and she doesn't need to go to Hawaii and she just got the stability of this job and my dance studio had closed maybe eight months earlier and I can't say it loud enough, which is why I'm saying it slowly. I needed that trip. That trip changed my life. It nourished me on a soul level. It did not make sense financially or any of those other ways. And it was right as rain. So imperfect, holy well money contradiction. There's, there's like invest in your business first. And if there's something that just lights your soul up in a solid, grounded, but not heavy way, it called to me. It's like goddess Kali was literally like, can you get over here? And I was like, actually, turns out I can, it's really high interest. and It's going to cost me like a lot of money to pay off over the next four years. But the answer is yes. And if the goddess Kali calls, you go, you go. And it wasn't some luxury trip. Thank God. One of my friends was recently divorced and like we met in Hawaii and had the most soul nourishing time. So I am not the money mindset mentor is like, you always invest in your business. And then someday you can buy a nice bag or take a vacation. You can do all of the things, but you get to decide what makes sense. And I think that's no, it is why. It's why I talk about and teach body wisdom, especially in the mastermind, deeper and deeper because white supremacist patriarchy has taught us there's a checklist, there's a correct order of things. It's this, it's that, it's that. You can use 10% of this to go towards that. And I am inviting you again and again. And remember the trick here, and some of you listening are already really good at it. And some of you listening have not established this yet. Know which boat you're in being able to listen to your settled higher self. That's the trick. And where people get in trouble, and I sure as shit used to be one of them. So no shame, friends, if you were in this boat, it's just helpful to know if it's you. I would be like, yeah, I feel really grounded. I feel really good. Go, go, go. And it was really like I would spend, I was like playing chicken with the universe. I'd been reading money manifestation books. So I was like, well, if I spend, the universe has to like send me money for it. It was like, High octane fight club gambling craziness. And fun fact, the universe does not have to send you money for it. It 
doesn't owe you, especially when it's, when I say playing chicken, because I'm remembering we're an international crowd and maybe, I don't know, maybe other smarter countries do not know that reference. What I mean is it's not, um, it's not a bullying forcing. You, one cannot be like, I'm just going to invest in this and it's just going to work out from a slightly manic, can't breathe, frantic, ungrounded energy. Like one has to be willing if they are leaping and expecting the net to appear. One has to be willing, not expecting, but willing to fall on their fucking face. I think that might be the magic differentiator. If you're like, I'm willing to leap and it might not work out and I would probably cry for a week, but I'd be okay, then okay. Like when I went to Hawaii, this sounds, well, when I went back to Hawaii, um, it wasn't exactly top of mind. I just knew I needed to go. And it's so funny because like I got coaching from a friend at the time and it was all pre my coaching life and career. And like, she basically coached me like, this sounds like a very bad idea. And I talked to another friend who was a coach who was also like, I, I don't know. I, can you afford it? It was all very, you're crazy. Um, but I really felt called. Um, but I do remember thinking like, if I just screw all of us up and can't make rent, I'm going to go live in my parents' house. And I love my parents, but living in my parents' house is not a desired activity. But I also just remember thinking like, if I go to Hawaii and that's the worst thing that happens and I have to live with my parents because I fuck it all up, like it, it was a chance I was willing to take. And yet there's lots of chances I'm not willing to take now. So it's, you know, now I'm not like, oh, whatever, whatever. It's like, oh, there's, um, my business is my baby and I protect my baby, which is another reason this question is so good about how do you know when to invest in yourself versus your business? Oh, I'm going to say it to you in a new way. If your business requires yourself, spoiler alert, my friends, it does. You do have to invest in yourself separate from your business. And only you know what that looks like, what your um, nourishment is, but you can grow a business being miserable. I mean, I don't recommend it. We've all seen these business owners. Some of them literally die young, but you can absolutely like force a boulder uphill that is available to you. But why? A, it's what the patriarchy wants. So no. <laughs> B, if you're listening to this podcast, you don't want, you're not trying to live that way. And I don't want that for you either. Like the world does not need another burned out person of color. The world does not need another burned out woman or non-binary human like us being nourished and nurtured and this is the part where i'm going to speak to seasons again because i think sometimes people get stuck on the like far extreme end of a spectrum being like i have to be 100 well rested i have to feel 100 zen i have to feel very secure and sure before i make any decisions and i'm like good luck with that there are seasons when it's go time and there's seasons where we're restoring which leads me to my next analogy so like do take care of yourself but also seeing the business as a baby so many coaches that I work with have mentioned that. I just think it's the best analogy. Like newborn babies require a lot of effing work. Newborn businesses, like your first few hundred thousand, lots of work. They don't sleep through the night. They don't change. They don't wipe their own butts. Like they don't procure their food. And yet I know people who have seven-year-olds who are like, they can make cereal for themselves in the morning. Yes. <laughs> they often can wipe their butts. So like it changes. There are seasons. What it's like to have a three-month-old is different than a three-year-old, which is different than a 13-year-old, which is different than a 23-year-old. And so I love the business as baby analogy because something else that I did really well, and I think this is the reason there are unfortunately 
so few people of color and women in the entrepreneurial space who make big money, holy wow money, if you will, protecting the business baby is going to piss some people off. And I don't just mean trigger some people who are like, who are you to shine? That's going to happen too. I mean, did you catch the part where I was telling you, I asked my boyfriend at the time, not even my husband, my boyfriend, my live-in, granted, like we were devoted, but like, hey babe, can I borrow $9,000 for my business? <laughs> that's that's off the charts, friends. That's not normal. That's That was me advocating for my business baby. And I want to say again, shout out to Matt for saying yes. But had he said no, I was not going to make him wrong. It was not his job to feed my baby. As far as I was concerned, he was a really great stepdad, but that was not his job. And I like had a plan. I was going to call my mom next if need be. And we were living in Key West at the time for a month, long story, and a really great condo. And I remember thinking, I will knock on every door in this building. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I would have, but I felt like I would have that morning on that coffee. Like whatever it takes. If I ask a thousand people and they say no, I will then accept that fate. But otherwise I'm just going to knock on literally any door it takes, not from a desperate energy, from a like protective mama energy. Baby's got to eat. That's going to cost some money. I got to find the money to make sure the baby can eat. And I think that so, I know that most humans of color, most, if not all of us who were raised identifying as female, we have not been taught to advocate for our air quotes, little business. We have been taught to support our partners in their business. We have been taught to be good moms, good aunties, good sisters, good neighbors. And what I mean by that is take care of everyone else. And if there's a little bit of time left for you, then you do that. You ever hear about the phenomenon where like, and I've been this woman too, God dang it. You ever hear the phenomenon where like women stay up to like two in the morning, even though they have to be up at like six in the morning because everything's finally fucking done at midnight. And it's just those two hours, just two hours, just to do whatever. And it like kills me. I'm like, that is like one of the patriarchy's secret, like signs, if you will, when it's like, cool, the kids are in bed. Everyone's been fed. Everything's forever. Like every, and it's like, oh my God, that's because she, me at that time. And I saw some people nodding. It's like, we've taken care of everything that everyone else needs. And when we take care of our business, again, whether you are entrepreneur or executive, when you're in a season of, I got a newborn and I'm feeding it, this kid's not dying on me. Some people are going to be pissed off and some people are just going to be uncomfortable because you're going to say no to some things you would have normally said yes to. And they're going to have feelings. And I think that's where so many would otherwise have been particularly impactful leaders like get knocked out of the race because they're, because we haven't been taught to be okay with other people being uncomfortable. We're like, oh my God, I gotta make them comfortable. Instead of, okay, I still love them and they're uncomfortable and they still love me even while they're uncomfortable and we're fine. And I, I have to credit so much of my business success to great coaching and having read 50,000 books and having done everything wrong three times before I started to implement everything I now do, air quotes, right. And also to my now ex-partner at the time, because he was really good at when he was uncomfortable, uh, communicating he was uncomfortable and that he'd be okay. And, and that's just luck, I got to admit. And so there was a sense of safety that was created when he was, you know, clearly uncomfortable, but like 
I'm going to say luck slash gift from the universe, whatever. Like I knew like he could be uncomfortable and I could be uncomfortable. And by uncomfortable, I felt miserable every time I was uncomfortable, but it was also like, I trusted him with his feelings. And I became a different person in the process because I remember at some point realizing, especially when I just borrowed money, realizing if he's going to turn on me and make this any version of like, well, you owe me money. I'm going to be out faster than you could say what just happened. And why I want to explain that to you guys, and it didn't happen for the record, but I, I, it's like I was um, honoring and valuing myself at a new level when I realized, A, he would never do that. He didn't. But if he ever did, that's a him issue, not a me issue, not a I shouldn't have asked, not a I shouldn't have accepted, not a, oh, if I borrowed money, I should have known he'd hold it over my head. No, like I decided I take him at his word. And if that ever fails, that's not a flaw on my end. And again, for clarity, it didn't, but that's a big deal because I, I've definitely had conversations with people who are like, well, I can't borrow because he might hold it over my head. And I'm like, if he holds it over your head, do you think y'all should have a conversation about that? <laughs> it's like not about the money. It's about what would that be about? So I invest in my business first and foremost and myself because myself is a part of my business, but by myself, if it's a massage or a chiropractic adjustment, that is more important to me than the new Christian Dior handbag that I think is super cute. But I'm like, that shit is absolutely like that. That's not a priority right now for me. Like it's soup's cute and I love it, but I'm also like, that's not a thing. I don't need it. And not from a puritanical, I don't need it from a, it doesn't support me and supporting my clients and support the next 20 years of my business. That being said, when I bought a car, I bought the car I really wanted and felt really comfortable in because saving 10K and potentially being uncomfortable or replacing blah, blah, blah. Like sometimes like I don't, I try not to do band-aid purchases. And I think the third thing on the list, at least for me in my universe is like, I love gifting, but small gifts, over the top gifts, like getting someone else out of debt or all of those other things. I'm like, that's on the menu. But to me, that is literally dessert. That is when the business is, um, I'm not there yet, but for me, a runway of one year cash at full, like if the world fell apart and I have a year cash to run the business, the end, like to me, that unlocks the next level of like, okay, now I'm willing to part with a deposit on a condo. Now I'm willing to do these other things because to me, a year feels completely luxurious and spacious. Meaning if I didn't make a penny for a year, if the economy crashed for a year, I could pay exactly everyone in full on team, including myself and not flinch. So I'm like, okay, once we hit that, then we'll look into like, what is the next stage? And then once we hit that, which I haven't even clearly defined yet, but I'm thinking, I don't know, I guess that's like own real estate two years of runway. I haven't defined it yet. Then dot, dot, dot. Then I'm like, okay, now we can, we can be a little more, um, what's super fun. That being said, something I don't talk a lot about publicly, but last year I came in, I want to say it's 7% in donations. And this year I imagine, and that wasn't like measured. It was just like, oh, that's where we ended up. Um, and I expect about the same this year to me, that's literally also just part of my business. So, um, yeah, I, for me, participating in my local and larger community, um, and that's donations that's separate. Like I just went to this fundraiser at Londolozzi, but to me, that's like a business expense. Cause I worked with Martha Beck, who's a coach. So I'm like, that's just a, that's, that doesn't go in my donations pile, even though technically 
they donate money to the Good Works Foundation. Um, donations just meaning like straight checks to, uh, who writes checks? Online checks to charities is what I mean. And I think that that's also just a part of my business, um, just speaking on the spiritual law level. Um, you don't have to actually tithe. For some of you to have a certain number every month, do it, whatever works for you. But if if you're like, no, 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 I don't have enough money to give yet, it's not about a percentage. It's just about, that's just hoarding. That's just lack energy. So if if ever it's like, no, no, I don't have the money to give. I can't give until I'm after this. I can't give until after that. Your money will dry up because you have demonstrated you are not a conduit for the money to flow through. Remember, money moves to us and works through us, meaning flows to lots of places, not just charities. Um, so I want to like clarify that really quick way to dry up whatever income and or whatever whatever your money flow is really quick way to dry it up is to air quotes not have enough to actually like reinvest in yourself not have enough to give to other people because the only like the only thought constellation that can make that make sense to your head is like well we don't have enough yet and it doesn't matter what the actual facts are we don't have enough yet it does not create more and having enough to give, even if I did a thing in one of my masterminds back in the day, and I'm now like, ooh, Justine, let's bring it back. Everyone was invited. I don't force anything. You get to play. You get to participate at your level. So I'm going to share it with you guys. This is mastermind information, sharing. Give money away for 30 days. I repeat, give money away for 30 days. Here's, here's what you don't do. You don't say, well, I didn't have any money, so I volunteered. That is a magnificent thing to do. I love it that you volunteered. But if you only give a dollar a day away, $30. And if you're like, I don't have $30, that may be true for a very tiny percentage of humans. Most of you listening to this podcast, most of you listening to it in your luxury vehicle, you have more than $30, but you at least have $30, even if that means you like sold something, like a piece of jewelry you haven't touched in 10 years or a signed book. I don't know. That's not on me, but like, if you wanted to, in the magic of give something away for 30 days, I think it was Jen Chinchero who first turned me on to the idea. Um, she wrote, you are a badass and she is a badass. How it works, spoiler alert, when you have enough money to give and you don't even say it's only a dollar, it doesn't matter. When you are in the enoughness, when you are satisfied with, I can give a dollar and that will help. Because of course it will. If everyone listening to this podcast gave a dollar the same or any charity, like it's moving money. When you're in that energy, which you have to be in to donate $1 or more every day for 30 days. And don't just do a $30 donation. You guys catching it? It's an energy game. I want you to be in the energy of having enough to give. And then you get to feel the joy of giving. And if your brain is like, it's not enough, you get to notice that's the shit that your brain is lying to you about all day, which is why you don't think you have enough. It's been singing a mantra of it's not enough. It's not about the donation. The donation is just how we brought light to this background lie. That's totally normal, by the way, because we were all socialized in a scarcity culture that we're all competing over the same limited resources. Yeah. So not enough creates not enough. Enough creates enough. And um it gets weird really quickly. Like I've never, I don't know if that's accurate. 
I said it with authority. I'm going to believe myself. I don't believe that I have ever, ever heard of anyone getting to 30 days and not having a like, oh, windfall. And by windfall, it's new client. For me, it was something out of left field in May of 2020. Literally, Texas unemployment, there was a whole coronavirus happening at the time. And they were like, you are qualified because I'd collected unemployment for like three weeks. I'd only been eligible for like three weeks when I was pushed out of my job in 2019, that whole brouhaha. And literally, they were like, oh, you're on our list for unemployment. And I was like, uh, I only collected back in the day and blah, blah, blah. And they were like, yeah, no, you're eligible. Did you want the money or not? And it was like something like $10,000. was some wild Corona bonus in the state of Texas back in the day. And I was like, this shit works, which is hilarious because it always works. But like, for me, that was so left field, like beyond left field. Like I couldn't have dreamed that up if I had efforted. So People are like, oh my God, suddenly I have a client. Oh my God, such and such that people I've heard, which blows me away, um, get a call from a sibling who's like, I'm selling land. We're going to make X amount. And X amount is like 80K US. Like it's in saying the weird things that can happen. And it's the why is just give something away for 30 days. And I mean money, because if you're saying, oh, I'm volunteering, what you're really saying is I don't have money. And when you're saying energetically, I don't have enough money to give, the universe has to say, oh, she said she doesn't have enough money to give. Keep that going. And when you shift into, I have enough to give and my dollar counts, you shift into a sufficiency and adequate energy and that ripples out and you get more of that. Plus it's just really fucking fun. And at some point you start to see how your money has a positive impact. Because also if you're by chance being like, I'll do $5 a day. Some days I would like send coffee to a friend with a love note. Venmo coffee. I'm sorry. If I send coffee, you guys, I mean like, I love you a latte. Get you a coffee on me. I love you so much, Serena. Like send them that Venmo note. And like, you know, it's really fun when they write back. And then you realize, oh, I just brightened their morning. It's a really great, great way to be in having enough. And then also um, savoring the energy of giving, which reminds you unconsciously, but effectively how lovely it is to receive. Because some of you guys are like, I'll give all day, Serena. You have a receiving issue. But when you're really giving from a true joyful place, no obligation, it's such a good reminder that receiving is also giving. Like when someone receives something, they are giving to the giver. That feels meta, but I feel like you guys followed. I saw heads nodding. Like think about, think about a gift you've given, whether it was cash, whatever it was. And when the receiver was like, oh my God, it's too much. And how awkward and horrible that felt. When they were like, oh, I don't know, I don't know, versus when someone just joyfully, openly was like, oh, how delicious that feels when you're the giver and the receiver is really just delighted to receive. Okay. Mm. I love you guys fiercely. I hope that uh, helps clear up. There are no real rules. Just think bumpers when you go bowling as it pertains to what's your next right investment. But I will always recommend strongly that you strategically invest in your business growth. But keep in mind, you are your business. So if, if, that, if, if the vacation is actual soul nourishment, then that for sure will help you grow your business. The trick, which we learn, is learn by doing, um, to be able to tune into our, our truth and our energy system and not lie to ourselves. Because a lot of times, especially when we really haven't learned to love and trust ourselves, 
fully, we tell ourselves like, oh no, it's a great idea. And you know, it's not a great idea. It's like when y'all text your ex at 2 a.m., you know, mm -mm. I know it felt like a good idea at the time, but you weren't grounded and centered when you asked yourself, were you? You were on the things thinking, great idea. And so this is that, this is the, it's another opportunity to practice, which is why I love holy wow money slash money mindset. Every, every spend, every time you make an offer, every time you receive money, it's an opportunity to like tune into your energy, your intention. What are you creating? What are you participating in? What are you believing? What are you endorsing? What are you affirming more of? And remember, lack will only create more lack. And enough only creates more enough. Nourishing will create more nourishing. Denying will create more denying. We cannot be in hell now expecting heaven later. Like heaven is here on earth, this moment, this choice, this action. And at the same time, we can keep it heaven now. That keeps rolling. And at the same time, I have to remind everyone, it's not bliss all day, every day, the end. That's, I just feel like every time we talk about that, I'm like, also, just got to remind everyone, joy is not a 24-7, 365 option for most of us who are not enlightened. It is for some. Okay. Thanks for being here. I look forward to my next episode with you. I love you guys fiercely. If you have not already, get to serenahicks.com, get on my email list, join us in the Boom Boom Room. One of the things we do is um, I'm a nervous podcast recorder, so I invite people to join me live and I love it so much. And it's like we have these little private parties and they become podcast fun. Also, I am enrolling by application only for the Holy Wild Money Mastermind. It starts July 11th. It is a small group, limited to 25. It is an energetic container chrysalis for those who know and love money and desire to take their relationship, their caretaking, their stewardship deeper on a practical and a profound level with some major mm, body awareness and direct connection that we are each a part of the human collective. Okay. Love you. Mean it. Bye, you guys. Thank you. Hey, Holy Well Money changes the world and it starts with you. Yes, you. Are you already ready for even more? If you want to like make out with these learnings, I want you to get on my email list at serenahicks.com right now. And if you like mm, are ready to get married with these learnings and want more, 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 get your sweet cheeks into the boom, boom room where all of the other change maker cool kids are all ready, lighting the world on fire with even more of their sacred work that they are getting paid holy wow money for. You'll find all the information at serenahicks.com forward slash boom. Love you. Mean it. Bye.